Oh, he's finally here. Yeah, sorry. Network problems. Uh, I don't know if it was a mic problem because it kept on complaining about the mic. But hi to everyone. Salvo uh, and Baba Zur. Yeah. It's nice yeah. Sorry for being a minute. I never like being late, but it happens. Mm. Uh, Don't worry, you still haven't beaten the record for being late. Dino <laughs> uh, has. I was sleeping, and imagine, Mulek. Can I ask you a question? If if I don't come to an event and whatever, you know, are you gonna continue the event? Like if I'm supposed to be one of the speakers, are you gonna continue the event? Or are you gonna try to maybe contact me and be like, Gante, what's wrong with this bitch? Where is she? What's happening? She's never late, you know. No, we did half a podcast without you. <laughs> The whole podcast, it's not even half, it's the whole. It was and imagine on top of that, <laughs> nobody even tried to call and be like, Kanti, bitch, where are you? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, this people, Yazin, it's fine. It's fine. I know the vendor one is the one who did it. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he called you because he was like, nah, maybe something is holding her up. Because when are you are fashionably late. So, no, 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 no. The thing is, the thing is, I think the number ya dinel I had was the one year WhatsApp, and I think I did try and call it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm not sure. I could be lying. Uh, you're lying you... because you didn't. No, I I, I probably did. Could no, be... you didn't probably do anything because my number was on. No, 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 no. My, my track record shows that I show concern about the members of this part and that if they do not show up, I call them. So, he knows this. She disappeared and I called her. So, yeah, because I was like, you know what? Let's just end this shit. Can you please call Dini and find out what's going on? That's not what you said. Please don't say you said, can you please just call <laughs> Dini? That's what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I will get you proof. But anyways, we're not about that life today. Yes. Um, as people can see, well, people cannot see anything, but we have a guest. We have a guest. Ooh, we have a guest. Doo, 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 doo. We, we need songs, guys. I, I think he must probably, like, properly introduce himself. English bundles are depleted today, so please, if you don't understand, I'm sorry. He must properly introduce himself. Must he do like his his clan rhyme? Yes. Okay. Take it away. Okay, he knows this. I am like far from the archetypal Zulu, the typical Zulu that will be like all up in the clan names. I probably know like and that's it. That's where it starts. You don't expect much from me in a Zulu typical manner. 
I do not own a eBay shoe, and I do not own that title. Not own that I don't have him, but that the thing is, I I come from a family that has I wouldn't say that we strayed away from the Zulu culture, but I would say that it's a mom and then family to say would be like we still keep up with our cultures and some of those things but you wouldn't get you wouldn't get the vibe would be like these people are like I'm a kind of the only thing sorry for those who cannot understand this is but the only thing that's you could say I'm hard headed on is like the language thing. It would be like I've been for like so long I have not conformed to the party would be like speak other languages I still speak I'd rather we be on the same level where we speak the the same language which is English or you speak your own I respond in English or and just life goes on but okay that's besides the point. Sorry for straying from the point. So, where am I? Okay, I'm not. I promised Uti that I didn't want this the interview type of intro because it's. I feel like this is a friendly place. Uti, we just here to kick it, as I think Paul would say it. We were here to kick it, as the new school kids would say, but. In short, I am a friend to Utinewo. How we met at uh, was we were at the same workplace when we were. I mean, as part of our course, we do this. Sorry, Mulu, could you could you speak uh like into your microphone a bit louder? Wait, didn't you catch any of that? No, 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 no. We did. It's just that you know. It it, it yeah it, it gets a bit muffled at muffled at times so yeah sorry it's a new experience so yeah, I you don't have to tell people our secrets of how we met they don't need to know that we they want, want to know we want oh, to know we don't want to know my friend <laughs> no but I think. It is part of who I am and how I am here today on this part. It concerns my relationship to you. So it's only best that I explain why am I on today. So Hi, my friend. In short, we were at the same workplace. We did the same course. <laughs> we became friends. And that's that. Hey, no, Helen, my... Helen, why, why, Helen, why? please behave. Um, can 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 the man please speak? Helen, oh. Helen, relax. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wait. She's trying to control the narrative here. No. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Please ask it. Are we on a time limit here? Are we? No. Are we, I, 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 we we have we have until dawn. You know, I just feel sorry for the guy who has to edit it, but oh well. <laughs> no, that's the other thing I was I wanted to do. Wait, okay, 
I'm a weird person. I get that. I've accepted that. With like, I enjoy podcasts that are like super long. Like the longest I've listened to a podcast is like five hours. And I was wondering, why do you like lengthy? Because you're pretty nervous. Only playing with you guys record till past midnight and. Did like as a fan, I was telling her, but you know, I want content I could use when I'm running because I usually put on the Joe Rogan podcast because mm. it's a very long podcast. If anyone, any of you guys have listened to it, yeah, Paul is a fan, Paul is a huge fan. No, not yeah. really, not Joe yes, Biden. He likes Biden. This one, yeah, he said Rogan, he didn't say Joe Biden. <laughs> Oh, oh, this one, Baden and Baden is Baden is is very hard. Baden, yeah, but Baden yeah, is also like he could rec- he mostly like they make like three hour podcasts or between two and two and a half hours. But that are Joe solely Rogan. based on beef that he has with other people. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Anyway, you were saying the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> Yeah, so the Jorgen experience is like this episode could be like two hours. So that's for me, that's enough for me to run like ten, maybe fifteen kilometers in that. So I like listening to that's generally what I like listening. Did this nigga just say he runs fifteen kilometers? (laughs) Okay. I won't brag, but no one is listening to this, so I can just brag. I don't think anyone. Is no, we like, we like people of confidence who own their shit. Brag. Flex on us. Like, Dino already flexed on us about her uh, abilities um, as a family woman. So, yes. it's okay. Flex. <laughs> I've been doing this running thing. I think the app reminded me last week or the week before that that I've been doing the running thing for like a year and a couple of months so obviously i start with five kilometers it's very difficult at that point as anything as even if you start anything it's always difficult for the first yeah times you fight out so i try it with music you know music has high beats and then there are songs in an album that are like slow then it just yeah. messes with it messes with your tempo and yeah. running Sometimes running happens with tempo. The, the the higher the beat, the faster you'll be going, if that makes sense. So it I does. Listening, I was listening to mostly Amapiano and yeah, it's it's not something you'd usually find me listening to, but it would get me in the mood of like running in however pace I wanted. But the, sorry, you're gonna have to mind. I ram, I tend to ramble. I don't know. You're just gonna have to get used to it. But I'm gonna get to the point. Okay, <laughs> fast forward. I did the thing on the app where like you have a guided coach that tells you with you. Okay, he's telling you about his experiences and as a new runner. You experience this. It's not a coach that tells you whether you're going fast or you're going slow. Mm. So that helps me. I think that was close to quarantine. Where you, that's actually like 
six months in or seven months in, I hate running. It's a chore for me. But I do it because I think Jay Shetty, uh, I don't know if you guys know Jay Shetty. I hate that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go into that. Why? Isn't he like the good? Everything is good. Like positive guy. Why would you? Exactly. I don't like positive people. Like, no. Please Yo, stop. Like, Paul has been on this tip of like hating people. He started by disowning his own black people, and now he just hates Jay. Like Jay did not do anything. All he does <laughs> is make videos and telling people to love one another and be kind and all of that shit. Like Jay, shit, he did not do anything. Okay. Do not like, like, you, know, you know, my problem is with with uh, Jay Shetty videos. I I find them to be like memorandum answers or like too well scripted. Yeah, but like, isn't it like how most motivational speakers speak? Because if you listen to most of them, they are, they they're saying the same thing, and it's. The only motivational speaker I genuinely fuck with is Gary Vaynerchuk because he's like he's in the moment. He's never like preparing shit that he's pulling out of his ass. You could literally like walk up to Gary Vaynerchuk and have a conversation about him and then like he will tell you shit out of the conversation you guys are having. So it's spontaneous. But with them, it's more like, I don't know, it's like a thesis that they're presenting to us. And like, they went to motivational school and they teach you how to stand, how to say shit and whatnot. So for me, I just find it like, ah, nah. Don't you think he's, okay, the little I know of him, he went to this retreat. Like, I cannot say it's a retreat. Retreat. He quit his job and he became a monk for some time. Mm. When he says these things, Ati, he's getting them from like the principles that the monks tell him, told him. Like the teaching, the teachings of those monks are basically what he now relays to Abantu about how they should live and all those. But I think he's mastered this concept yeah, because like he has a huge following because everywhere like you mentioned Jay Shetty and like okay I didn't discover him through his videos. It was just as I said I'm a podcast lover so I go January like I go through podcasts on the app. So it just there's a there's a list of like top ten podcasts. So I was like He's number one. Let me see what he's about. And I don't think you get there if, like, people don't like what you're doing. But I get what you're saying. But it just sounds too plastic. It's not genuine for you. But yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with what he's saying. But, like, it, like for me, I can always differentiate between, like, when someone is telling me something based on like something they've lived and when something is still a theory 
you know so and like there's nothing i guess there's nothing wrong with it but i just connect more like to the people who like you know say things that they've lived and like don't say like things that are necessarily politically correct but like they gotta answer you from like you know personal experience no matter how the world are going to receive it those are more my type of people so we've had the argument we know not never about like people giving advice i was like i was telling her i prefer that to would be like i'm gonna give you advice on my lived experience and what is your point to know on that like you seem to disagree with that would be like people shouldn't give advice according to how they have lived that certain scenario oh yeah, yeah yeah now i remember i remember what we were talking about and then now what i had a problem with was people who now want to force you to think a certain way because something happened to them and it happened in this way and then now they are giving you advice and then they're like no you should react like this in this type of situation even though the outcome might not be the same so that is what i had a problem with i don't necessarily believe that people should give advice based on experiences because we are different that people who are just generally good at receiving things and just you know guiding people into the right path without even going through any of those experiences that people who fail in jail because of their experiences they'll be like don't do it matume did this once to me you must never you know and then there are people who just generally yeah they force jay they force you they like this is what i did i bought a love candy and it was sour well you shouldn't buy it because it's going to be sour for you so that's what i had a problem with people who who want to project their opinion opinions and experiences on other people i think that's what we were talking about but isn't point okay the way i understand paul's way of saying it he, he likes people who tell stories from lived experiences it's, it's like me telling you would don't touch the stove because it's hot and when if you come with your mindset of would don't tell me about your lived experience aren't you going to be hurt if then now you catch it or is it better to live through your own experiences even if someone tells you of their past experiences with certain scenarios well it it goes both ways because with other things like touching a stove that always has the same outcome 100% of the time ma there are things that you've been through that might not turn out the same way that they did for you like other people have survived traumatic experiences and then now they are in a like it took them to a, a different level in life and other people who stuck in that place you are born so i was just saying with you sometimes just because when now your experiences are like this it doesn't mean my experience will be the same so therefore do not project all of those things that you learned onto me and now start forcing me to look at life and have the same perception of life that you do because sometimes things don't honestly turn out the same way but, but with other no. things like you know what he did this to you she did this to you this is what's going to happen things that are clearly wrong I feel like you should listen to people who have experienced it but other things I just feel like you know what 
Live your life. But here's here's the thing though. I I I think the onus is always going to be on the person who's the on the receiving end of the advice. Because for me, like I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, I listen to Joe Biden, and I don't always agree with them. With them, just because I value opinion does not mean that I'm gonna follow it religiously. You know. So I just think that, like, uh, you can't put it on the person who's giving the advice. You know that the person who's giving the advice is just telling you, like, um, from my experience, this is what happened. You know, but like the whether I'm gonna do it or I'm not gonna do it part, um, that should still be like something that like you have a strong enough character to still make your own decisions, you know, because mm. at the end of the day, if I follow Mlu like blindly, if he says I did this and this and this, and like I follow it and 10 months down the line, I regret it. And I start wondering what could have been in that situation. Who am I blaming? I'm blaming him. I'm saying, but you said, you know, I just always feel like, um, like making an informed decision, getting opinions and advice from different people or like the mm. people you trust. At the end of the day, the decision you make should always be like from you. Um, and like you should be always be able to own up to like whatever the outcome is, whether it's good or bad. Mm, and I completely agree with you, but like I was just talking about it like on a more personal level. Like, bringing it to our personal lives, you find Wuti, your parents, for instance, went through a similar situation you did. Well, probably because, well, they're old now, you know, and stuff, you know. So they now force you to do something that they did back then in the 50s, you know. And then they want you to make that decision. Like, I'm sure, like, I don't know if any of you have been in that situation where you are asking advice for a person from a person or a person is reprimanding you or telling you how to do something and then now they want to force you no don't do it like that it's gonna this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen do it like this rather and like how black parents don't want to be told anything it's like they are never wrong it's like whatever they say you must do but i was just talking about that or like there's some people who are like that they're very forceful in their approach and they want you to receive what they give you yeah does it come more of as like do it or is it a suggestion with the i'd rather you do it like this because i've been through this in in the parent black parent scenario that you're talking about is it suggestion or the thing the thing about black parents is they are the kings and queens of i told you so so yeah. they might say they might say that, but the decision is yours. But you know, if it blows up in your face, you won't be able to go back home and like find consolation and support. You you the 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 most common ex, uh, response is always "I told you so." You know, whereas oh. the consequences of your decisions are already punishment enough for you. Yeah. And I feel like that's why most of us tend to feel alone when we are going through things. So mm. I, I I understand what D 
Dineo is saying that in this instance that like it's sort of like emotional blackmail on some sort of level because even when they say hore it's up to you it's never really up to you it's mm-hmm. like uh, you might want to be a dj and then like they have their own dreams for you like yeah you're going to go on and become a doctor you know like you can say that you don't want to become a doctor you know then tell you hore uh you know what uh like if you want to be a dj you're going to have to be a dj uh you're going to have to find that yourself like you're going to have to do this and this and this. and like that's totally fine like it's just means that like you have to prove that you want what you want more like like and it's not just a face and like sometimes they tend to jump on board when they see how serious you are about a thing mm. you know like but like this is just one scenario but like come for the new like they are like thousands of scenarios that could play out where like they are forcing you to do something just because like of past experiences okay can i play the devil's advocate in this scenario because i think maybe i'll do that a lot going on because i usually when i'm listening to the podcast some of the things i proposing, but in this scenario don't we think that parents will never want anything bad for us like they're always striving to see us succeed in whatever endeavor whatever things that we're trying to do in whatever scenario we in mm. i mean i i guess i understand what you're saying blue because yeah pa- your parents love you obviously and they want the best for you but here's the problem the best for you in their head is not always the best for you you know and because there's a lot of disconnect between black children and black parents especially your parents sometimes don't even fully know you it's like they don't even know that you're good at the skill you know they just want you to become a doctor and push you to become a doctor so i just feel like yes they do want the best for you mara they should learn to just let go and let you live your life the way you want to and if you fail they must pick you up and support you and eventually you'll succeed the thing is it's very funny that people people say hey you become a good person from bad experiences with bad experiences you learn something and all of that shit they like preaching you know a bunch of crap but then they don't even live up to it it's like sometimes you do need to put your hand on the stove and feel the burn and be like you know what it burns no there anymore so that you can learn that even after 30 years you're never going to touch a stove ever again and then some experiences don't come from broken advice you have to go through that crap in order to know something so i i think they do want the best for us they do like they do it's like your parents they love you but i just feel like with black parents they they must just learn to just let go and be like um let your life pan out the way you wanted to and whatever you you do if you succeed we will support you if you fail we will support you here's my problem my problem is that maybe i go home i tell my parents that um i want to be a model for instance and i'm very smart and then they're like no go be a doctor and i decide well, you know what books are just not for me 
but modeling is you know and then i be a model and then they somewhere along the line disagree with me and maybe a bit a tiny bit disown me they don't disown me completely mara they disown me you know how black parents are the problem that i have with black parents is that they will never come and say when you are successful now all of a sudden they want to act as supportive black parents oh we were supporting it from the start they will never mm. ever apologize for making you feel lost and alone when they should have been supporting you to make your dreams come true like easier than they did now they want to come and act like supportive parents who have always been there so i just feel like in in some way they are very toxic I mean they love you and whatever but I feel like it's also toxic. Yeah because in all honestly sometimes our parents ways don't work for us. Like what they want for you isn't what you want or how you want to approach stuff. Bona mm-hmm. they would say I must walk 10 kilometers whereas you can take an Uber and get there in 5 minutes. So mm-hmm. it's that love and hate relationship. Even though they love us, they want the best for us, Mara. There are ways sometimes are just not the best. Mm. I think I think they are trying to live vicariously through us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, dreams because of the circumstances and everything. So they they tend to want to live vicariously through us cuz for me i'm like my thinking has always been everyone only gets one chance to live you know so i can't spend the next 30 years of my life trying to please you guys and then like once that's completed only then starting to to live my life and then die 5 years after that you know um you make that choice when if you if you chose to like you know live that way when your parents posted on you that's on you made those choices for you as my parent but uh i'm not just going to like roll over and play dead like you did you had your reasons but for mm. me like, i only get to do this once you know so at some point it's very hard but i feel like if if that means that we have to have like a turbulent relationship i am willing to go through that for what i want okay i'm going to jump in and fight with our black parents here because i think it's not only it, i think it's a parent thing in general we we just sometimes going to come as if you are being forceful sometimes valid yes they come with their own things that they would have wanted for themselves growing up they want to live it through you but i think that happens in every culture like okay i'm going to be talking out of my ass it's this is seen this is things that i see on tv i think they coming from somewhere they wouldn't be portrayed on tv if there was no real life experience these things are research so things like uh kids let's say a white kid uh decides to want to marry a black woman those white parents are going to be like immediately like if there's a racist they're going to be like no we don't want you to do this at the end they might be owning the more 
cutting them off financially. So, and Indians, they are known for, well, they were known, I'm not, I'm going to uh, offend any Indian listeners that you might have, but they're infamously known for arranged marriages. That was parents interfering in a process but it should be a natural process, but it's again parents interfering. So I don't think parent interference or love showing off love in a vicarious way is a black thing only because you would see this. Remember, if any of you guys remember those shows on Chelsea, what was it, Tears and those. Toddlers and tears. It was those ladies, those moms were basically living through their their daughters. And if you could see, I don't know, I don't remember, but I think it was a majority white parent kind of thing. So they would be like forcing their kids to be wearing makeup and all those unnatural things that kids shouldn't be doing at that age. But it's again the thing of a parent wanting to. To do to live to experience something they didn't experience. Imagine that. What was that famous girl? The fat one. I'm sorry for saying that. Uh, I don't know what the PC term. You have to forgive me. But there was this famous one uh, with her mother. She was also. Honey boo boo. Her mom was like not slim, but you could see that she was doing everything for Lingan because she probably wanted that for herself. But my point is, this is a universal thing. It goes across all cultural spectrum, all the cultures, so it's not necessarily a black And I, I don't disagree with you. It is a universal thing, but however, <laughs> black parents it, with every single aspect in your life it's like they want to live for you you know because i understand like you know um you see white mothers and then they're like ah, just go man do whatever you want we'll support you okay the thing about black parents is that yay yay you can never ever 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 okay. your asian friends let's bring up your asian friends aren't they like the strictest parents ever like you never find, I'm sure you never find an Asian child that pursues their dreams. They're like post piano lessons, uh, like all these high up careers. They're never, isn't that the extreme parent if we were to put them in a spectrum? And they're like on top of some of like parents who like want things. Would be the demand of their kids, they're demanding of their kids. If we were to, if we were to rate these races now, with the, the black I think the reason why you guys are coming up with this thing with the black parents is because we living it firsthand. So our experience by compared to other cultures. Yeah, and like you and Paul said earlier, like you guys like people who talk about their experiences. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about um, Rajesh's mom because Rajesh's mom is not my mom. I'm not going to talk about Karen because she might call the police on me, you know? <laughs> so, 
I think we strayed to this. I still have to complete my intro, but I think we passed that. I'm Luneki and I'm friends with Dinewa, and I think that's enough to go. I didn't Let me let me tell you what I like about my friend here. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Lakey will talk to you for two hours about one point, and after two hours, <laughs> point. I think okay, I am a product of you know how the saying is that you are what you think. The thing is, I am a product of what is always ringing in my ears, and what is ringing always in my ears, as I said earlier, is Joe Rogan with his five. Our three hour podcast. So I've learned, I've, I think I'm mirroring some of the things that, you know, as kids, like if you find a role model, you aspire to be like that role model. You like mimic some of the things that they do. So in that listening of that podcast, it would be like the long format kind of conversations where everything is like, Drawn up in fine detail. So I think I, in a way, adopted that as something that I use in my everyday life in conversation because everyone complains about this. It would be like, get to the point, get to the point. <laughs> I would be making examples that are related to the point I'm trying to make just to emphasize with, okay, this is my. We might sound like we get to the point, but that's just editing. We ramble on for hours. Like, editing genuinely makes us sound better than we are, you know, so. But then, it's, a no, it's a normal thing on this podcast. I think and, like, there are, there are a lot of days where we just rock up in here and, like, strike up conversation and then we stumble onto like gems, you know. They, there's not a lot of like pre-production that goes into this. So it's just us striking a conversation mostly and then like, you know, walking into certain topics like we did like just now. And look at that. We're 40 minutes into it. 